This is our podcast song. It isn't very long. <laughs> All right. Hi, guys. Hey, Sarah. Hey, how's it going, Christina? It's going great. Get ready to laugh. We are two feisty redheads. Oh, wait, we didn't even do our intro song. <laughs> oh, we'll record it after this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you didn't anyway. hear any of that podcast audience. <laughs> we are two feisty redheads with loud laughs who share crazy stories. We play games and we spread silliness and joy everywhere. That beautiful voice you hear is my partner in crime on the Laughing with Gingers podcast. And that is Sarah Alpin, pun queen, and my co-host of Laughing with Gingers. Did I say your name? I don't think I said your name. <laughs> okay, here, not here. Saying her name. <laughs> <laughs> You're in for the saving <laughs> Well, you'll have to guess who it is, audience. <laughs> Who is that strange girl that's always in the intro? Oh man, that that's is okay. Christina whatever. Curry. <laughs> All right. Well, there are no rules, and there are plenty of mistakes on laughing uh, over here at Laughing with Gingers, but there is one unspoken rule. If our guests that we have on are not redheads. They have to wear something red on their head in order to be an honorary redhead for the episode. That is right. And this week's topic is miscommunication. And today's guest is a brilliant lady who happens to be my operations manager. I'm sure you just heard her correct when I did not say Christina Curry's name. Um, for both of my businesses, District Bliss and Photos and Hardy, and she's the producer of my other podcast, The Wedding Dish. She's also the CEO of Mabelie Q, an accessibility expert. We would like to give a very warm welcome to Erin Perkins. Woo! Thanks for being here. Okay, can you tell oh, my my red thing and this like plastic flowers is supposed to be a succulent because I have a habit of killing plants. She's a plant murderer. Um, I'm not really great either, honestly. I'm literally wearing green right now on my on myself on my body, and I'm in a room called the green room, and yet I still just can't seem to get growing plants right. <laughs> So I feel your pain. I feel it. And I like your succulent, your red succulent. So those that are watching can see it. It's really adorable and cute. Yes. And you can see it on our Patreon. We will probably take a screenshot of this also for our Patreon or for our social media. But um, I'm, I'm not good with words today. You know what? It's fine. It's a podcast. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's audio or voice driven at all. I know. I am miscommunicating oh. all over the place. <gasps> Whoa. Way to bring it there. Way to bring it there. Listen, I miscommunicate constantly. That's fine. It's your turn this time. <laughs> yeah. It's also Monday, though. So. It is. It is. And normally we don't do this on a Monday. Our brains are still like catching up with the week. Yeah, and it's I, a holiday, a Monday holiday. Yes. Shout out to Indigenous Peoples Day, mm -hmm. which I would be personally offended if I am ever murdered or terribly mistreated and they 
put my name, my day of celebration Mm -hmm. on the day that is also dedicated to the person who started the mistreatment of me, then will you please like start a change.org thing for me? Just can I, can I count on you two to be in charge of that? I called this out. I'm like, why are they sharing the same day as Columbus? They're, he's the one that murdered them. I don't understand why Columbus doesn't get dropped, like kick it out and like move in what is like righteously theirs. It doesn't well, make sense. Let's, let's put it this way. Congress is not going to do anything unless it is in their favor. And this is not in their favor. Yeah. What do they care if it's Columbus Day or not? No skin on their nose. Well, yeah. okay. So, <laughs> but I, I'm I can count on you, you ladies, for that, right? Yeah. Well, we got your back. Um, I think between me and Aaron, we're very highly organized people and um, are efficient, and will head spear that campaign. I would expect nothing less between you two as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. Great. <laughs> I have a beer today, guys. Yeah. I believe that. Aaron and I have white and red wine. Cheers. Oh, we, oh cheers. Between all three of us, we have we have it covered. Yes. Okay. So because today's Laughing with Ginger's guest is all about making communication easier and more effective for everyone, we thought that it would be super fun to tell stories of epic miscommunications. <laughs> so thanks for joining us on Laughing with Ginger's, Erin. Is there anything you want to plug? No. <laughs> I mean... Well, the transcript kind of didn't translate that correctly. Oh, there's a lot of miscommunication when it comes to deaf people. Let's just put it that way. Should we um, shout out the fact that Erin is on our podcast and is deaf? Yes, we should probably say that out loud. The irony of that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Can you kind of talk us, like, walk us through that experience, like, deaf people podcast, your experience, and your sort of crusade that you've got going on? So I um, basically, well, podcast is definitely a problem, but, like, just starting on online businesses, and I realized a lot of stuff online is not accessible, right, in terms of captioning. Um, but I'm not also focused on just deaf people because um, it goes beyond that. It's like also has to do with like hashtags on social media, on alt images. The people that can't have mo- have limited mobility, they can't use like um, the keyboard or the mouse as easily. They need to use the keyboard. So I try to like build it on that because I realize a lot of people really don't know what they don't know. And podcast is one of those things like where I totally feel like I'm missing out every single time. So I try to like, I am making it a mission to like with podcast challenge in November actually to get them to be better about um, making the platform more accessible so that that people can like look like listening in on our podcast but right now a lot of us feel like we're just completely missing out there's some great funny stuff there's great stories there's just stuff that you can learn and we can't participate as equal Mm -hmm. 
Well, I have a definition of miscommunication and it's defined as a failure to communicate adequately and properly. It's a very short definition, but I think it's very accurate. I kind of wish you had said, started that like a 90s book report. (laughs) (laughs) The definition of miscommunication or the word miscommunication is defined by Webster's English Dictionary. Isn't that how it all started? (laughs) Pronounced miss plus communication. (laughs) (laughs) I messed it up. Dang it. Oh, we didn't even do our intro song. Can we do that now? Well, (laughs) yeah, we can. (laughs) It's kind of weird, maybe. (laughs) Well, we, I mean, we can still do it, but we're going to record it afterward and then put it on the front side. Oh, got it. Ooh, look at us editing. (laughs) Yeah, this is the most editing anyone's getting out of this woman who owns two businesses sitting over here. So, so nothing, nothing is bleeped out on this podcast. No, no. say it all. It's uh, <laughs> we're gonna throw it out there. So let's have some clarity. What's the PG level? What's the rating level of this podcast? You can say fuck. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Let your free flag fly, Aaron. Let as your long as you're fly. kind. Yeah, we don't. We're it's a laughing podcast. We're not here to be rude and mean. Not that Aaron would ever be rude or mean, but um, we we don't mind bad language as long as it's not rude. Or, <laughs> we all, we always like bad language when it's the name of a Pennsylvania town. <laughs> yes. And and if it's a pun, like for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> pun queen. Okay, I'm gonna kick us off with a story of miscommunication, guys. Okay. <clears throat> this is Michelangelo's Moses statue. I'm taking you into history of miscommunication. Um, okay. So the Moses I, we'll post this sculpture because it's kind of creepy and everyone should see it, but we'll post it on our podcast uh, or I mean on our Instagram. So the Moses is a sculpture that was created by the well-known artist Michelangelo. The statue can be found in the church of San Pietro in Vinicoli in Rome. (laughs) Why do I always pick things that have really hard words to say? And you don't look them up earlier because that would not be this podcast. (laughs) No. I'm pretty sure I said that place right in Rome. If you add a little accent, it works. Okay. Although extremely detailed and impressive beyond compare, as all Michelangelo's works were, the statue appears to be simply to simply be Moses seated with a serious assertiveness. The crucial part of the statue comes from two subtle details included on Moses' head. The detail that Michelangelo included was a pair of horns. And it's these horns that have been the cause of much debate over the statue of how Moses is depicted. The inclusion of horns comes from a description of Moses' face in the Latin Bugatti translation of a passage in Exodus where Moses returns to the people after his second meeting with God in which he receives the Ten Commandments. The word that was used to describe the face of Moses was the Hebrew word, and it's in quotes, question mark. You'll see why in a minute. Unfortunately, this word can be read as either horn or glow, depending on how the word is dotted. 
it's possible that the original translation was right, but I like to believe, this is the article speaking, I'd like to believe that after an encountering with God over the Ten Commandments, Moses was actually, in fact, glowing and maybe not wearing horns. <laughs> Regrettably, this mistranslation didn't only lead to the inspiration behind one of Michelangelo's best statues, but it also led to many centuries of horned Jew illustrations. <laughs> oh, that's that where that comes from? Mm hmm Okay. That's so weird because I had never heard the any anything about like the horned Jew thing. And then I had a coworker who's like a very close friend of mine tell me that when she went to college, she started dating this guy and he touched her head and said, Oh, I can't even feel the horns. Ew. Talking about, I had never heard that. And then it, like, I, I don't know, maybe I just thought that it was a joke, like that people were joking, but I was convinced that it was like not a real thing that anyone said. That is so crazy. I can't believe that's actually like where it came from. Yeah. A misinterpretation of one word. That is so strange. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know. I know. Super duper crazy. All right. So um, what do we got next? We've got we've got a game. We have a couple of stories. This always happens. I'm drawing a blank of where we're moving to. Uh, Christina really likes to um, be organized in a disorganized fashion. <laughs> my kind of organization. Organized chaos is how I lead my life. That is why... I have an Aaron. Yeah. yeah. Aaron buttons you up. Well, oh, I guess we can move to a, the game, my game. Yeah, let's go to your guys, game. Okay. Guys, I have a game, which I never <laughs> have a game. And the only reason I have a game is because I told Sarah what I have to like deliver. And she's like, you should turn that into a game. <laughs> <laughs> she's I gamifying mean, me. Say the list is boring. It's more fun at the game. I get it. I get it. Gamifying everything makes it better. It makes life better. We also okay. have another game at the end. Oh, yeah. Stay till the end. You should tease the game, Sarah, because it's going to be great. Well, I have a snoring, sleeping, what I like to refer to as baby deer. I just took an Instagram story of my behind the scenes here. Um, but you can see he's kind of laying in baby deer form. Mm -hmm. Um, my, I'm showing them on the screen cause we're on zoom. Um, they should pay us the big bucks for that shout out. Uh, so Cluso is my little French bulldog bud who happens to be a maskless red fawn. So, um, he is probably my spirit animal, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, so this game is going to be tough for you ladies um but i will say we'll uh, say the game he's just snoring there and he's not rubbing his penis <laughs> <laughs> okay he's so, so fond of that little fun fact occasionally so cluso is neutered and this apparently is a french bulldog thing occasionally they rub their penises a little <laughs> bit <laughs> I think it might be because they can't lick it. They can't like reach to clean it because they're not that flexible. 
Does that make sense, Aaron? <laughs> I don't know, but he does it in the background of some of my Zoom calls. And there yeah. is a pretty epic one where I was helping um, my friend, Aaron's also client, um, Maddie at Living with Pickles, who's been on the podcast for Curls and Cackles, part one and two. Um, <laughs> I was helping her run a Zoom happy hour for her Patreons. And he was sitting behind me on the couch, like up in my upper third, rubbing his penis and he would not stop. Um, That is not part of the game, but that is the reality in which I live. Um. (laughs) So wait, so the game is you versus Clue. Yes. So they are going to have to guess if it was Clue that does it or did it, or if it was me that does it or did it. Oh, I feel like Aaron's going to win. Also, I feel like you can't say the rug penis thing. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, know that, who did that. That would, it would have to be like private parts. But <laughs> even then, I don't think even I then would. I'm not guessing you. <laughs> would really be okay. oversharing on the podcast for me. Really oversharing. I already share my bodily functions. Let's not cross the line. Okay. How's <clears throat> lefty smelling? Um, actually, Good. I'm smelling pretty fresh considering I was like out. It's hot. It's like 90 here. And I was outside walking in jeans because I didn't think it was going to be that hot. And I was sweating and it's fine. All right. 11 ways to become a better communicator. (laughs) Number one, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read the description of what the title is. And then you all have to guess what the title is. If you're not paying attention to what others are saying, there's no way you'll be able to respond effectively. Listening. Yes. That's kind of unfair. <laughs> ah, I'm sorry, Erin. Listen, <laughs> that's the first one out there. Okay, this one is a good one for Erin. Um, hang on, I gotta like scan it because I don't want the word to like give it away. Um, oh man, that word. Um, <laughs> hold, please. Okay, I'm just gonna ask some questions. Are they fidgeting or standing still? Are they yawning or smiling? Um, whether or not I, it, this feels like jeopardy to me. If they have, um, are they fidgeting or standing or are they sitting? Are they fidgeting or standing still? Are they yawning? Are they distracted or do they have your attention? It's something that they, that as a listener slash other listening skills, you should be paying attention to that other person's. Oh, body language. Yes. Yes. Body language. Aaron for the win. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sarah just sprung this game on me. So now I'm like on the fly figuring my shit out. It's kind of like I'm playing a game on Christina by making her do this. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. I think I'm like I always do. Um, okay. If you're giving a presentation at work, hang on. No, scratch. Okay. And the boss ends and starts every presentation with your loud laugh, then <laughs> Christina. <laughs> That's funny because that old boss was texting me the other yesterday, actually. <laughs> I should have told him about my podcast. 
Yeah, and, he'll have to listen. That's been referenced several times. On the- <laughs> shout out to Bill Duffy. I should just say his name because he's the one that added my laugh at the end of presentations at work. Um, okay. Oh, I guess this is okay. If you're nervous about how to act at networking events or parties, take cues from other people around you. Uh you emulate, you um warm. You Im- do um like replicate, imitate. Kind oh. of. Sarah, do you have I, let me give you another sentence. If you're giving a presentation at work, study how others do it. Do your research. Kind of. So it's well, like, no, but you're actually doing the presentation. So you're watching how your audience, so you adapt to what your audience is feeling and you kind of like walk off of their vibe. Learn uh, from others. Yes. Yeah. Observe how others communicate in different contexts. You did good, Erin. That was, you said it even better. That's right. true. Does she get like a point and a half for that then? Yeah, you have a one and a half. Sarah has one. Number four. Occasional laughs in conversation are natural. So don't sweat it if conversation lags. Silent, um, silent, um, gap of, I'm terrible with work. I'm trying to think of it too. Silent, um, be comfortable with awkward silence would be. Yes. Don't be afraid of a bit of silence. Yeah. Okay. I, th- I think we have to split that point. So Aaron now yeah. has three even. Yes. And you have one and a half. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So these are. a windy game thing. Well, it seems like you're winning now, little lady. You're going to get a prize in the mail. Oh, Yay. All right, what's the next question? Okay, um, even if you're not feeling, wait, hang on, scratch that. Erin just got competitive, did you see? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh. I don't feel like I have a disadvantage, could I have to be like, wait, what she say on the, tra- on the transcript? And then be like, oh, okay. Yeah, how are my transcripts? Like, do I talk too fast or weird? The... No, it's just like not picking up like everything. It's picking up most of the stuff, but it's a little delayed. So when I Aaron, trans- oh, go ahead, Sarah. Sorry, just for our listeners out there who don't personally know Erin as well as Christina and I do, you might not know her format. And what she does is she puts her iPad right above her computer um, so that it looks like she's looking at the um, the camera in her laptop or whatever she's using at the time. Cause this actually might be her iMac. Right. No, this is actually my laptop. I have it hacked up on a, ah. a little thing. This is how well I know Erin. I know all of her different computers. Um, and so she puts it ab- just above there. So it like transcribes because zoom doesn't have captions. Yep. Shout out to zoom. Get your shit together. Cool. Zoom technically done, but it's not affo- not affordable. Yeah, it isn't. Mm. Okay. <laughs> One good trick is avoiding filler words like um and uh by slowing down your speech a bit. 
and doing the stupid thing I do that I hate that I would edit out every time if we did editing, which is the. I never, ever, ever realized that you're doing that ever. Even after I've listened to our actual podcast. So wait, so you're saying one good trick is to avoid filler word by enunciating. Is uh, by slowing down your speech a little. And then and another is using strong blank verbs. Getting mm-hmm. drunk. Action. <laughs> yes, action. action. So basically, I feel like Aaron got a point for that. So basically, blah, blah, blah. Basically, use action verbs in confident language, mm. which means pulling out those fillers. I honestly never hear you clicking your tongue, Sarah. I must not like it must not bother me because I that being a thing, I never, ever figured that one out. It's okay. one of those things that you hear yourself do, you know, yes. but for well, yeah, right. when I first like would I mean, my own um, video for my course, I'm like, wait, I sound like that. <laughs> wait, you could hear yourself? I can hear myself, but I don't understand myself. Oh, got it. Okay. Got it. That makes sense. There is a difference. There is a big difference, <laughs> especially if we're talking about miscommunication. <laughs> yeah. All right. So number six. That doing this thing will ensure you understand what your conversation partner is saying and show that you're paying attention. You repeat the what they're saying back to them. And you rephrase what they're saying back to them to make sure you understand them. No, but that is a good answer. Eye contact. No, but that's a good answer too. Ask questions. Well, yeah, ask questions. Okay. Erin could argue that with you because she thinks that rephrasing and asking questions are the same. It's not the same. Here's my <laughs> here's my soapbox. But I see her point. I get it. I think they're two different things, and they do sort of the same stuff sometimes, and sometimes different things. Here's my soapbox: <laughs> is I'm I'm a single lady. I'm on like the dating apps, and I'm like messaging people. And I'm asking questions. I'm being engaging. And I get one word responses or they're not even asking me a question. And like pretty soon I am like, I'm over this. You're not asking me questions at all. You're just saying yes, no, maybe, whatever. It is people out there. If you're dating, freaking ask questions. Like be curious about the other person. It's not that hard. And it can take you into so many different realms of possibilities. The problem is we live in a world of self-centered people. No one gives a shit about anybody else. Then I am the only one on those apps that clearly knows how to like communicate. Anyways, moving on. Number seven. Oh, uh, No one got that. No one got that. Zero for all 'all. y'all. Okay. Okay. How am I going to read this? The 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 title has. (sighs) Okay. Do 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 do. (laughs) Sorry, we needed some commercial music for you. No, if you did. (laughs) DJ Black Rabbit. Oh, we need DJ Black Rabbit to like do our theme song, maybe. Or Chuckles. Or Chuckles. Yeah. 
All right. If you disagree with someone, try to find a related point that you do agree with. It'll show you're trying to understand their viewpoint. Otherwise known as finding common ground. Yes. I did you like what I said first was diffuse? <laughs> oh man. I mean, it is finding common ground is kind of diffusing it. In an argument, you're trying to like, you know. Yeah, you're trying to diffuse the situation, find common ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, if you're preparing for a job interview, make sure you are familiar with the position and the company. If you're giving a presentation, you should know your stuff. This is what we call research. Do you research? Preparation. Yeah. You're prepping. You're prepping for. Be prepared and know what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think y'all both got that. I think Erin gets the point for that one. <laughs> she said prepared first, but you were. Pretty close, Sarah. Thanks. But Erin can have it. Okay. All right. Erin is like really into winning this game. I I, I love like I, I love game because my husband doesn't like game. All right. Well, luckily for you, you're on the podcast today that's having two games. So okay. We occasionally end up in a conversation that's not going in a direction that we like. So we need to find a polite way to um, exit the conversation to like let agree to disagree. Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Y'all both did not get anything right. My <laughs> way to change the subject can be tough, which is this the title of this one's is if you want to subtly change the subject, find a verbal bridge, which I didn't give you guys any hints to ever get that. So that's my bad. I'm sorry, but like there's no way. If there's like a conversation that's like going in the wrong direction, I'm leaving that conversation. Aaron's like, burning that me. verbal bridge down. <laughs> Burn that verbal bridge. She has no I mean, tolerance. I feel like with how things are today, I'm then I don't have time for that bullshit. I know. I understand the frustrations. Um, I want to be that person that's like peace out, but I'm never that person. I always like get locked into those combos. But here's some phrases that you can use to bridge that verbal gap. What is funny? What is so funny? Sarah's like like uncontrollably giggling quietly. It's kind of weird, guys. I don't understand. Trying not to laugh over you because you were being serious. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot I was on laughing with gingers. <laughs> I was laughing because I could just picture you getting stuck with like the most awkward conversations, like people that want to talk about hemorrhoids at their at someone's wedding. Like oh, you have man. to stand there. <laughs> I am that person. My my drink is gone. Yeah, that's a good exit strategy. My drink's gone. Um, It just might mean you have to chug your drink first. That's okay. Chugging wine is... Speaking of, my drink is gone. (laughs) Oh, my God. My beer is almost gone. Okay. Use phrases like, yes, but... Or, what I can tell you is... Or the important thing to remember is, and then sh- subtly shift focus. I don't think those would work. No. no. Terrible. Terrible. Because number one, but is like the worst 
segue. They're like, well, you automatically just agree with them anyway. So why? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and then there's also like the yes anding side of that. But I refuse to yes and people because I am not an improv in my regular life. And also, I, don't I love doing yes and. <laughs> I just, I That's find their idea. I find that people use it in such an annoying way in so many circumstances. All right, I'm. Yes. Yes. And, and, and I. I can't you just say yes and? Can't it just be in a normal flow of speech instead? It's like you might as well just say but. Your and is just a but disguised. No, 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 no. Starting no. all I, over the sentence. Listen, I was at the the Donald Douglas or whatever that like um that motivational speaker, and he did that exercise of yes and, and it was so much fun. That's what made me fall in love with it. Like we dreamed big. And kept adding on to each other's ideas of yes and yes and and it was like super duper fun. I think you can learn to love it. I'll try for you. Great. But I don't know if I'll love it. I'll let you know. (laughs) (laughs) You had an opportunity to say yes and and you (laughs) didn't. And I'm really sad about that. Okay. Number 10. We have two more left. (laughs) Okay. Um, This. Okay, I'm going to just ask questions and you tell me what it is they're trying to do. What makes your story interesting? Why would anyone care about it? Explain your theory. Are you taking the listener on a journey? Write a book. Are you telling your... your This is a terrible game. I'm doing a really bad job giving you guys any kind of clue. You're doing great, sweetheart. Yes, and I'm not great at games. So <laughs> the issue is sometimes you go into word paralysis when you're like in the midst of it all, which is why that's I, true. I would be terrible at in-person live game because I I would be like, oh, I know the word, but I can't think of it. Mm-hmm. It happens. Well, basically, you want to find the best way to frame your story. Like, clearly define what's going on for your audience and, like, get to the fucking point. Isn't that the same as writing your story? I even relate to best way to communicate. Because you want to frame your story in a great way that keeps them interested and, Well, isn't that your elevator speech? Yeah, it totally is. I said that. All right. (laughs) (laughs) You get three-fourths of a point. Okay, there we go. I'll take that. <gasps> All right, last one, guys. I'm just, uh, okay. Um, though it's important to be self-aware during an important or stressful conversation, ultimately one of the most effective communication strategies is to, like, imitate, like, breathe. Relax. <laughs> I was like sighing out for those that can't see me. I was all of a sudden jumped into Pictionary or whatever or charades. <laughs> I, uh, I forgot it. where I was. I forgot where I was and I started Pictionarying it. It's true. Just relax and be normal while remaining professional. 
Unless it's an unprofessional style podcast like Laughing with Gingers. <laughs> yeah, don't be professional. Leave that professional at home. We don't need it. Get the fox out of here. <laughs> um, should we do should we do a break? Uh sure. How about I take us into break with um with a teeny tiny story? Yeah, I would love that, Sarah. Definitely. Okay. Um, so, (laughs) um, Ooh, I've got some so good ones. Okay. Maybe tell us two. Maybe tell us two. Okay. So this is called listen to reason. So my, and it's a story, not from me. It's from reader's digest. Someone submitted it. Um, can you play with me? Asked a preschooler. Not now. I said, I have too much work to do around the house. Taking taking my hand and with the wisdom of one who has lived a many a lifetime, he said, Mom, I have some advice for you. When people tell me to do work, I don't listen to them. And then I don't have work to do. It works for me. You should try it. <laughs> so wise. So wise. And with that, we will take a little break on Laughing with Gingers with Mabel Q's Erin as our little fun guest today. Whee! Woo! We'll be right back. And we are back. Thank you to everyone who's tuning, not turning into, (laughs) I think I've done that before. I think turning in and tuning up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) With Laughing with Gingers, we today have a very special guest who basically runs the behind the scenes of my life so that I actually have time to do this podcast. Um, She is one of the greatest, funniest people I know in a very understated manner, which makes it the best. Um, She's quietly laughing on the inside right now. I see it. Erin Perkins, the CEO of Mabel EQ. (laughs) I I don't know why. I've just always been the kind of person that laughs on the inside. I mean, (laughs) like, I mean, I'll be watching the same show with my husband and he'll be like cracking up loudly. And he looked at over at me and I'm just like doing a little like chuckle. And he just like, do you not find it funny? I'm like, oh, no, I find it really funny. (laughs) I don't laugh out loud. That is. So beyond my comprehension of life. I cannot imagine how different my life would be if I wasn't the loudest laugher. I mean, I'm, I like make people turn around in restaurants on a regular basis. Yeah, I definitely like draw attention, <laughs> but like it's happened so much I don't even know it anymore. I think, uh, the main thing is because as a deaf person, um, which the transcript still did not translate that correctly, but anyway, it said that or duck, that's what I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I think because I've always been so self conscious as a kid to draw attention because you already drew draw attention because you're deaf, and plus, not be able to hear yourself laugh without hearing it is like a super self self-conscious thing so. mm. oh, oh, must be... Christina what if we didn't know how loud we were laughing oh somebody would have told us 
Somebody would have told you. Trust me. Somebody would have definitely mentioned that to us before we reached the apron. <laughs> if I'm not wearing my hearing aid my, and I'm talking, my husband will be like, like, oh. So you just naturally like elevate your voice when you can't hear yourself. Yeah, basically. That's so interesting. Because you, you're like going off of like what you feel. Sort of. Yeah, yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah. I like, I can't whisper. Like people are my family, like my life, my friends and me will tell you like whispering is just not a thing for me. I don't know how to whisper either. I mean, my, I, my, fav- my favorite when people try to whisper to me, I'm like, <laughs> oh no, whispering to Aaron is not a thing. Christina's laugh just woke up the dog, by the way. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Clue's like, what is happening? <laughs> so for those of you who can't see what's going on in my house, um, <laughs> on our audio-heavy podcast, <laughs> um, I have my French bulldog, Bud, sitting next to me in his little podcast chair, and Christina just woke him up with her laugh. Also, <laughs> he loves his Aunt Erin so much. That's Aww. why he's in here. Mm. I know. I just lured him with my boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have another story about miscommunication, and this one's titled Hemophilia. Let's get medical, y'all. Okay. As it, as it will be shown several times throughout this, well, whatever, just giving that. This was the case for miscommunication. Misunderstandings is the case for a new Norwegian student staying in Copenhagen. The student's misunderstanding came during a trip to the emergency room after he was smashed over the head with a glass of beer during a bar fight. At the emergency room, the student tried to explain to the medical staff that he suffered from hemophilia, a condition that impairs one's body to control blood clotting. Now, this seems a reasonable thing to tell a doctor if you're bleeding profusely from your head, but the student was sent home after being told he was fine. You may be scratching your head wondering why this happened, and I'm sure he was too. What happened was that the physician thought the student was saying that he was a homophile meaning he was gay. Naturally, the physician told him that nothing was wrong and he needed and he didn't need any medical treatment. Due to the small language barrier separating Norway and Denmark, the physician had misunderstood the problem and due to the same language barrier, the student thought he was being helped for his actual condition and then he went home. He was found dead 2 days later. <gasps> it's kind of sad. That's I'm not going to lie. Looking up the history of miscommunication, it's there's so much death around miscommunication because of war and battles and oh, all. Yeah. I didn't even go down that road because it's all sad. Well, no, this is like the issue of the deaf community and the medical community. We are constantly battling them because they all think it's okay to either read the list or to um, just have a video relay interpreter where the internet might not be 100% stable, and, or they will hire a non-certified interpreter who is not certified in the medical aspect 
the the different level of interpreter and like it's constant like like I am going to see a dermatologist in a couple in a month or something and they do offer interpreter because like dermatology when you're talking about skin they use a lot of words that you're just like no like I don't understand what you're saying Mm. the medical community is not educated in empathy they really aren't they're horrible horrible at communicating I mean wouldn't great anatomy basically be a phenomenal example of that Mm. I've never watched that so I don't know (laughs) I watched it so long ago. I'm trying to like drum up a memory. It's been on. It's been on for like 13 years and I just can't stop watching. So I got Aaron a super cute mask that is like flowers and like really cute. And it says on it, I am deaf because she had a really bad experience at the... It actually helped that I went to a place to donate my plasma, which did not happen. But, like, because the math that I am deaf, it was, like, an instant reminder to them that, oh, they have to, like, wait until I read the app that's transcribing what they say, and then they'll, like, they'll answer, then they'll, like... It was actually, like, really nice to have that. That is so brilliant. Yeah. Um, I was actually a little bit worried that it would be offensive um, just because like, you know, when you don't know, you don't know what you don't know. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I was like, she had this like bad experience where people were like frantically gesturing and she doesn't know they're talking. She can't see their mouth and she can't hear. So it's and I was like, you know what? People need a little bit of an announcement. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And she needs to look cute while like, cause you know, they have like other ones that are just not as cute. And I was like, no, Erin should get to look super cute and fashionable mm-hmm. if she mm-hmm. has to wear a mask <laughs> and also have people like get a little reminder. Yeah. And a zhuzh sure. that she needs to look. Because uh, we've already said people are self-centered. They don't care about anything else. We also just don't always know what we don't know, you know? Right, you right. And it's not like mind disability is visual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not automatically on my brain if someone's not turning around or answering me that they're deaf. I'm just thinking they didn't hear me or they're ignoring me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sarah, do you have a story for us? I do. Let's go to a fast little story. Um, So the title is, Why Yes, Yes, You Do. Once my mother asked me if I had any annoying habits. I observed she typically follows up statements with a question asking for validation. She thought about it for a moment and then asked, I do do that, don't I? Uh <laughs> I do. It's not a joke. That's a real story. <laughs> I believe it. Your your mom. Thanks. I do do that. Validation. <laughs> All right. Well, we've been saying a lot of bad things about miscommunication, but I'm gonna say something good about it. Like the potential upside to miscommunication. 
So each new communication device that comes down the pike has different characteristics that affect interpersonal communication in different ways, this expert says. There's no way I'm pronouncing that name. Smart communicators figure out that some technologies are better channels for certain types of interpersonal communication and others are more appropriate for other types of interpersonal communication. But ultimately, miscommunication among humans is inevitable no matter what you use. People bring their wants, their experiences, and their likes and dislikes to any communication interaction they engage in. The things they bring to any interaction affect how they interpret others' communication and how they respond. Totally true. So she points out, however, that miscommunication is not always bad. She cites research showing in some situations, miscommunication can even be beneficial to certain interpersonal relationships. For example, romantic partners who are satisfied with their relationships engage in a form of miscommunication. They often interpret each other's communication more positively than it was intended. In this way, miscommunication can help keep us in a happy relationship. Isn't that sweet? That is sweet. Mm -hmm. Throwing a little love in there. Oh, I wonder if I do that. Yes, because you guys are in love. You probably definitely do that. <laughs> probably definitely. <laughs> I know. I wanted to remain neutral. I would say one of the cool things about miscommunicating when you're talking, when you're signing to somebody else in and they're from another country and they like, but like I've noticed if I'm deaf and I go to another country besides the US, it's actually easier for me to communicate because they, a lot of other countries are more gesture friendly than um, in the United States. In the United States, you just go like, huh? Oh, whoa. I think they're so used to having people with different languages come into their country and they encounter a lot, especially if you're in a tourist city or something, they're like Mm -hmm. very into that. Like, so. Interesting. I never thought about that, but it's, I guess it would be kind of similar to everybody else every other country seems to speak English better than we speak any other country's language. God, that is true. Um, Do you have a really fun game for us, Sarah? I do. Are we about at that time? Yeah, unless you want to throw in a story. I do kind of want to throw this story in first. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so this was my personal favorite funny family miscommunication story. For the second week in a row, my son and I were the only ones who showed up for his soccer team's practice. Frustrated, I told him, please tell your coach we we keep coming to practice, but no one is ever here. My son rolled his eyes and said, now just tell me the same thing he did before. And the mom said, which was? And the son said, that practice is now on Wednesdays, not Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that reminds me when I was little, I showed up to a birthday party and it had already happened. I showed up a day late. It was a slumber party. I was devastated. Oh my God. 
we got the dates wrong. My mom. I will will say kids are like ingenious at like this miscommunication thing. (laughs) Oh yeah. You can't take it. Seriously. You'd be like, Oh, I, (laughs) so when I was doing my research of this, which by the way, I texted Christina that I snotted into my water two times while I was laughing because I was <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking water. <laughs> we talk about so many bodily functions on this podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so um my mom <laughs> was driving me to the library one day and she was drinking like a soda or something in the car. And I was like, mom, you're drinking and driving. And then I proceeded to tell everyone that my mom was drinking and driving. <laughs> oh my God. Because I thought you, if you were drinking like a can and it blocked your face, that that was the problem. <laughs> ah! Sarah, it's so innocent. Kids oh, say the darndest thing. Kids say, we're going to have an episode where kids just say the darndest things. Yes, yes. Um, we're also, I I have a perfect game, too, that is kind of related to this, which is why oh, I God, said I didn't have to share all my stories today. Okay, perfect. All right, but you have a game for us today, and I'm really excited to play. I do have a game for you today. So, this game is... Was it Sarah? Oh, Sarah's picking him up. <gasps> oh. Boy, so we've got my little French bulldog, Bud Clouseau, named after the Pink Panther. Um, I think he's my spirit animal. And um, he's definitely breathing into the microphone. Yeah, I realized he probably was louder than me in the mic. Uh, sorry about that. Squish face over here. He was like... <laughs> Did you think that there was just some sort of creepy person calling you off camera, <laughs> breathing heavily like people used to do in the 90s? They would just call and <sighs> into- <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, so it's was it Sarah or was it Clue? Because I think he is my spirit animal. Um, and I'm curious to see who thinks what was what. How many then, do you have? So I just know in my end game. I think there are like nine or 13. Okay. Great. I didn't number them. They're just regular bullet points. Perfect. I'm ready. Okay. Um, sharded on someone's lap. Oh, I hope that was Clue. I would say Sarah. <laughs> it was Clue. <laughs> it, it could have been back in college or something. <laughs> be such a brave outing myself right out of the gate. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Clue sharded on my lap during three different Zoom workshops that Aaron and I were leading. Oh, really? Three different ones. And Philippe happened to be home during some of them. So um, 
he, I was like, could you please bring me like something to wipe this little circle of kind of warm poop off my pants so that I can just get through this call. And then, hey, the pandemic's been hard on everyone. I know. <laughs> oh. All right, so that's one for Christina. Yeah. All right, Erin, you're in charge of keeping score. Oh. Yeah. But wait, if we both answer it correctly, do we get a point? Uh-huh. Sure. I mm-hmm. think that's fair. Yeah. Gold star for everyone. Okay. Watches what everyone is doing, silently judging them. Sarah. <laughs> I want to say Sarah as well. Really? I'm listening to what everyone is saying and silently judging them. He watches. <laughs> I know I point there. I mean, yeah. Oh my god, big difference. <laughs> Gets invited to everything because of a glowing personality. Clue. clue. Sarah. <laughs> it's Clue. He gets invited to things from like Instagram. He gets invited to dog birthday parties on Instagram from people who have never met him. <laughs> oh my god, that's so fun. <laughs> It's so I'm fun. Like, no one cares that I'm at this. Everyone just wanted him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Aaron, you get that point. Uh, one one. Steals all the covers. I think that's Sarah. I think it's Sarah. Womp womp, it's Clue. Ah, oh, how did he steal all the covers? In your bed. So. <laughs> <laughs> he occasionally does get to sleep in the bed because he is fast and stealthy in his heavy breathing bulldozer way. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he will come inside like at the end of the night. So he does he normally doesn't sleep with us, but he has a pen on the first floor and we sleep on the second floor, but he'll like run into the first in the front room and like bolt up the stairs before Philippe can get to him. Um, Because he takes him out at the end of the night and uh, I'm already upstairs like brushing my teeth. And then I feel like it's really unfair to make him go back downstairs if he makes it up. But what he does is he rolls and he moves the covers because if you're warm, you're making him hot. So he wants to make you cool so that it's the right temperature for him. Mm. So, uh, uh, so I'm going to get all the answer to Clue now. Uh, has it been all the answers so far? I think so. Okay. Well, we'll see. Right. Um, now I feel like I have to change the order. <laughs> Ooh. Takes up the whole bed. Sarah. Based on Instagram, uh, can I throw in Philippe? <laughs> ah! <laughs> I should have included Philippe, mm-hmm. the silent man behind the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't listen to it or know what I say about him. Um, so it's actually both. Ha! <laughs> oh, that's a trick question. 
<laughs> so I do what I, what Philippe refers to as a diagonal starfish, where I like lay diagonally across the bed and my arms and legs go out. <laughs> But Clue lays at the bottom of my feet and stretches out along the whole bottom of the bed. So then he kind of forces me into the diagonal starship or I have to like roll up in a little ball. So mm-hmm. it really is a both game. And the only loser is Philippe. Yeah. Um, is obsessed with Philippe's food. Yeah. Sarah. Ding, ding, ding. Ah. <laughs> so three, Christina, two, me. Yes. So you're saying I'm winning. Has red hair. I mean, both. Well, yeah, it's both because, but I don't know if I consider blue red. I. He's at orange, but that's in the genre. It's called red fawn. <laughs> ah, I said both. It's both. It is, it is both. It is both. Do I get two points? <laughs> I mean, Aaron gets, I think Aaron got that too. Yeah. So maybe Christina gets two and Aaron gets one for that. Cool. Right. So five, three. Okay. Put on some Corona weight. Clue. Clue. Both of us. Oh, <laughs> damn it. We both get one point. One point. <laughs> okay. Um, has a fear of things falling. Clue. I feel like Sarah. It's Clue. Erin, <laughs> I thought you were going to kick ass at this. I... I- I'm surprised. I know. I, I'm speechless. <laughs> You're crying on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrasses others constantly. That's clue. That's clue. <laughs> penis, penis stroking. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> or he'll fart. In front of the microphone when Sarah's on a call and then like, look at her like she did it. (laughs) Yeah, that I actually should have included that in here and did not. But um, one of the things that Clue loves to do for those listeners out there is he will be sitting in my lap. He will fart audibly on a Zoom call, but you won't know he's in my lap because you're not looking at my lap on a Zoom call. Uh, duh. And so then he will like lean up in the frame, look at my face like it was me and then hop off and leave the room. Like I farted. Like he totally blames his farts on me. A hundred percent. Precious. So precious. And then that, why you have clue? (laughs) Oh, to blame the farts on. Secretly, all this time, I've been convincing everyone that it was Clue, but really, he was just outing my farts on Zoom. <laughs> there we go. There we go. The secret has been revealed. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> okay. Aggressively kisses everyone. Oh, that's Clue. Yeah, yeah. 
aggressively but, kisses Philippe. Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, <laughs> overheats easily. Clue. Yeah, that's clue. Yeah. Unless um, you go, unless we're in menopause, then that's like questionable. <laughs> <laughs> not for a bit, Erin. Not for a bit. Is not. Oh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah, Erin, you just turned forty like a week ago. <laughs> no, I've been I've been having night quests for like a couple of years now. Oh, is that like the first sign of menopause, night sweats? I have no idea. I, and I just think <laughs> women are just hotter than men. I always feel like I'm cold. I feel the opposite. Like everyone always seems hotter than I am. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Do, do, do. All right. Next question. <laughs> like, Christina completely missed up. The point of that, I, I said women are hotter than men. I know. Oh, hotter, like, Ugh. hotter. She gave you, she gave you a line. and you <laughs> I did not dig it. <laughs> Man, that was a bomb. Yeah, women are hotter than men. That's true. Accurate. <laughs> okay. Is not short on opinions. Sarah? I want to say Sarah, but I feel like it's Clue, because, but I don't want to go with Sarah. Okay, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of opinions. <laughs> yeah. What do you all do? Mm -hmm. Well... Yeah, some people are a little bit more flexible. I'm pretty flexible. I just still have a lot of opinions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, is easily startled. Clue. Sarah. Both. Mm. Ah! I can see that. I, I can see that. Cannot sneak up on anyone to save their lives. That's Clue. What did Aaron say? I said clue. Okay. Yeah. Um, he actually snuck up on me while I came out of the shower. So he is so loud. Like he just, his walking is loud. His breathing is loud. He just like runs into things. Like he is just not a quiet dog. You heard him on the mic earlier. So clue, like the other day when I got out of the shower, he was sitting on the bed staring at me and I almost jumped out of my skin. I was like, what are you doing in here? <laughs> I will say that it's funny because Clue is the complete opposite of my dog, Coda, who is like hashtag Coda Sneaky Sheba because she literally can sneak up on everybody. Oh, my God. And as opposed to loving everybody aggressively, Coda does not love you unless she decides she loves you. <laughs> yeah. So Coda includes like other half, the complete opposite. She's his yin. Yeah. Yang. <laughs> 
bothers Philippe while he's cooking? Clue. Both of you guys. <laughs> yes. Okay. I feel like that's definitely a both so, thing. See, I, I feel like Sarah wouldn't bother him as much because I feel like we're always on call during the time he's making dinner. Oh, that, that is such... my reason. That's that a really good sense. reason. So here's a little insider information. When Philippe is cooking, for some reason, I dance in the kitchen. This is something we have both discovered during quarantine. Mm. I dance in the kitchen. Right. Feeling hot, hot, hot. <laughs> do, do, do. Give <laughs> um. <laughs> you the side eye. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what he does. And then he says, is that the avocado dance? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> They're all different depending on what he's making. And I don't know them, but he knows them. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, okay. Uh, doesn't respect the sanctity of the plate when stealing food. That's the... Yeah, because I feel like Clue can't get to the table to get to the plate. I'm going to say Sarah. <laughs> your reasoning is flawed, but your answer is correct. <laughs> <laughs> so Clue likes – he. I don't give him people food. I mean, I give him like carrots and stuff, but not while we're eating people food because I don't want him to learn to beg. Um, and – Philippe will give him things occasionally while he's cooking or he'll give him things while he's eating sometimes. So he'll jump in Philippe's lap, whatever he's like eating, and then he'll like lean right up against the edge of the plate, like right up against it. And if anything falls, he catches it before it hits like the whatever it would land on. Whoa. Oda will bang, but she doesn't jump up on. She's like the little opposite of Clue. Mm -hmm. but he won't beg but he will beg <laughs> she'll be like give me food and she won't she'll like let food fall on the ground and then she'll decide if it's food she wants. Mm. it's not like all food is created equal to her she has to decide on what food <laughs> a dog with taste she's persnickety yeah um and Loves to play. Both. <laughs> Aaron, what did you say? I said both. Yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Can you read my lift? No. <laughs> Who won? Did I win? I lost track. I, I lost track, but I'm pretty sure Christina won. Yeah. I think we're all winners here. <laughs> oh, we all get a gold star. Oh, aren't we so cute? <laughs> um, all right. I guess boom. Another episode I, in the bag. Yeah, we're almost through season one. Can you believe it? Woo. I can't, and I'm so excited for season two. <laughs> Can New believe it? <laughs> I love when the puns come out of nowhere. 
<laughs> it's my favorite. I have upset the dog. He is <laughs> clearly like over it. For He's those- like, I'm gonna get the fox out of here. Ah! He's like sitting nicely by the door, like let me out, staring at Sarah, guys. It's really funny. like like bearing down, like yeah, like nonstop staring. Like, lady, let me out of here. <laughs> oh man. All right, friends. Well, thank you all for tuning in to Laughing with Gingers, the podcast with two feisty redheads who happen to have very, very loud laughs and love to share crazy stories, play games, and spread silliness and joy. Follow us on Instagram at Laughing with Gingers, and we'll post the photo. I'll post the one of the horns, Hercules or whatever it was. I don't even know. Um, Moses. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Moses, not Hercules. I mean, all same thing. We'll post the photos of Moses and anything else that we shared today. Yes. And huge thank you to Aaron, who makes my life better every day for so many reasons. Um, and also for coming on the podcast. Yay. Yay. For having me. <laughs> is there anything you want to plug or how can people find you on no you can find me on maybe underscore q on instagram and just follow me there i mean it's not as funny as laughing with gingers but but you get tons of accessibility tips and things so many like you're very informative on there it's been really helpful yeah, it actually really is. I mean, you're the reason that our podcast is accessible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We do, by the way, have our captions available. Um, you can get to them on our website, which is laughingwithgingers.podbean.com. Um, and there's a little like CC picture, like the closed caption picture, and you can just click that and you can find all our transcripts. I'm not really sure how much fun it would be to read this podcast. That is- I I, I mean, I, I'm sure there's a lot of uppercase ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and then some, oh, I don't even think uh, it actually, like, that's the downfall. It doesn't actually track, doesn't it, like, you know, how, like, when you're captioning, whether it's, like, laughing or, yeah, like, it does not, the transcript does not do that at all. Oh, so you, it would be recommended to watch this podcast via video. Okay, so we are also on i or um, YouTube, and we have captioning over our logo. Yeah. But if you want to see the really good stuff, you got to sign up for our Patreon and invest that three bucks a month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's the big bucks. I mean, that's, the big bucks. That's a coffee. One, one coffee. One like That's drip like coffee. coffee, yeah, like one drip <laughs> coffee, like a straight up coffee with nothing in it is three bucks <laughs> at 7 <7-11. laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're less than the price of a latte. Oh, yeah, you can get like two months of laughing with gingers for one latte. Oh, yeah, that's a good way of saying it. I, I, like I that. wouldn't know this because I don't drink coffee. Um, I mean, we're the price of uh, French Movie. fries. <laughs> Not a movie. Movies are like 20 bucks, Sarah. What I said smoothie. Oh, a smoothie. 
Miscommunication. Or basically like 10 bucks. So you could get three months worth of laughing with ginger for a single smoothie. And no ads. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No one well, add to you. So head to Patreon. <laughs> P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash laughing with gingers. And you get our behind the scenes videos and all the fun stuff, including awkward moments, bonus content, and all kinds of fun. Um, and maybe an occasional appearance from Aaron. Um, who knows? Who knows? All right. Well, tune in to Laughing with Gingers next week for more good times, guys. And if you have any episode recommendations mm. for season two, just let us know on Instagram at Laughing with Gingers. We will catch you all next week. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.